0: You're listening to Khan Podcasts. Podcasts. Since the start of the war, more than 200 doctors and paramedics from abroad have come to Israel to volunteer with magen David Dome. After undergoing an orientation through magen David Dome's international unit to learn the rescue services protocols, the medical professionals join the magen David Dome teams for shifts on ambulances and mobile intensive care units. Among those who have volunteered with Magenda Vida Dom is Dr. Mark Wilkenfeld. He came to Israel through the ILUS Aid Initiative, which was established to provide assistance to the Israeli health system, including Magen David Dom, as it faces challenges due to the significant increase in casualties and a shortage of doctors exacerbated by the deployment of medical professionals to the IDF reserves during the ongoing war. He spoke to us about the experience.
1: You know, the war broke out, and, and us in America, American Jews, and, and American Jewish doctors, we felt like we really wanted to do something to help. Wh- whatever it was that we could do, we wanted to do. And you know, it started off by collecting supplies and by, by donating. But but a lot of physicians really felt they wanted to get in there and help. And there's an organization that I work with. Uh, you know, I've had the honor to become part of. It's called ILUSA um, Docade. And um, we've been filling requests from from both Israeli hospitals, and also setting up missions to Maghdavid dome. Now, now you probably know that Maghdavid dome suffered greatly during the atrocities of October 7th. They actually, you know, people, at paramedics were killed. Um, I myself was in roads and I saw the ambulance that was shot up with bullet holes and the shrapnel by the station. Um, so it was felt that it, it would be helpful in a number of ways. Um for physicians to be able to go over and work alongside with the paramedics of mydo Albradobe and the, the ambulance. And when I say helpful, it's it's actually very interesting because i I found it was very helpful to me, and you know people kept saying thank you for coming, but I, but I found that it, it gave me a way to actually feel like I was doing something, and I think that for all the physicians we feel that that being there and and helping was more beneficial for us than it was for any of the paramedics. So, so what happens is teams are recruited um, through our website, which I can give to you, and physicians volunteer. We actually have philanthropy money. We have money through the Auschwitz Foundation and through Nefesh Benefish and others that that pay all the expenses. And the doctors commit for two weeks, and they go over and they're they're assigned to different ambulances um, throughout the country, and they go on calls. Um, So, that serves a couple of purposes. Number one, it serves the purpose of the Magadavra Dome, uh, the paramedics who are exceptionally brave they know they're not alone, right? So just, just by being there, by having a physician with you, um, you know you're not alone. Someone's come 6,000 miles to actually sit with you in, in the ambulance and go on calls with you. Um, number two, there's a physician there, you know, depending on the specialty, it can be very helpful, right? And also by a physician being there, there might be things that you're able to do for a patient that you wouldn't be able to do because the, the paramedics generally don't have physicians right along with them. Um, Number three, many of the senior paramedics have been called up, right, to their combat units, and, and there's, um, you know, a lot of the junior paramedics really benefit from having physicians along. Okay, so we see that as, as the benefits um, for physicians going, and also for But, you know, this, this is not something that's limited to October the 7th. I mean, the, the partnership that we're, that we're establishing will be long-term, and, you know, unfortunately, um, we don't know that this is the last time that, that medical aid will be needed. We always hope that it is, but in the future now, we have a, a group of physicians that are actually familiar with how magandavarajom works, uh, policies, procedures. Um, we know people, and you know if it's necessary, we can just go over and, and fit right into the system.
0: So, so that's
1: um the that's the benefits,
0: yeah. So essentially the physicians landed running. Um did they need any kind of specified training to be brought up to right. The protocols?
1: Right. Yeah, that's an excellent question. And 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 Moses Schumann and his team and the you know, the international team, they gave us an orientation. Um, medicine is medicine, but you know, procedures and policies might be a bit different. Um, you need to know what the equipment is, and uh, you know also to get an idea of, of of how things work. So, you do hit the ground running. And, you know, people say they said you went to work at an ambulance in Israel. You know, how would you do that? Uh, I was very fortunate, by the way, because I spent a year at Rambam Hospital. Where I actually have my license, my medical license, and my specialty boards. Um, physicians that are Americans that are not licensed yet, we work with the Ministry of Health to get them a temporary license. But you, you do indeed hit the ground running. You get a, a several-hour orientation, and they say, okay, tomorrow is your first shift in the ambulance. And, and I'll tell you. I can tell you what I learned, which is not fascinating. Sure. Yeah. I'm telling my colleagues and my friends. I didn't learn a lot of medicine, but uh, but I learned something that I already knew, and I wish the entire world knew. You know, they say that Israel is an apartheid state, right? That, that's what we're told, it's an apartheid state. And w- what I learned, and I, and I kind of knew this before, but I saw it with my own eyes, you get a call, you get a call to a Haredi section of Jerusalem, right, to treat someone. And you get a call to East Jerusalem to treat someone. You treat the patients exactly the same way. There's no difference whatsoever. You know, I kind of wish the whole world knew about this because I saw it myself. I saw, I saw everybody being treated the same way with the same compassion. And it's truly amazing. Um, I also spent the day down in Sirot. I, I wanted to go down and talk you know, talk to the staff down there. Um, I do a lot of work with 9-11 responders. That's a lot of my practice in New York. And, and I saw the same look in the eyes um, of the responders in wrote that I did after 9-11. Just the look of, you know, total, just so shook up by what they've seen. And, you know, they talk about it, but it's, it's truly um, it's truly horrific what they've been through. And they just don't stop working. One of the medics told me that you know he saw the pickup truck outside his window. He woke up. he saw a pickup truck with four terrorists and a machine gun. He thought they were they were filming a movie. He called dispatch and they said, "Stay home, do not leave your house so naturally, he ran to the Ma dome station because he wanted to help. You have an ambulance with bullet holes in it you you have shrapnel on a station it's um you know it's just it's beyond belief and i really I really think that people need to see this
0: so it's not just treating trauma of patients, but also dealing with trauma of the caregivers themselves as they process what they're Well,
1: I think that again, you know, I, I'm fortunate or unfortunate to have a lot of experience with, with responders after 9-11. Um, I think that, you know, the, they're heroes, right? And I think that, you know, we, we don't, I wasn't formally doing treatment to them obviously, but I just think, I think that, that having, having these conversations and listening, right? And also them knowing it. it's, you know, for a doctor, it comes 6,000 miles, right? You know, that's, I don't consider it a big thing. I, I consider it my, my duty, right? I had to do it. Now, I was really suffering here, feeling like I couldn't do anything. But I guess from, you know, from the MDA point of view, it's like, wow, he's, they really want to be with us. They want to help us. So um, I think it's very, very, very valuable. And I think that, you know, I think doctors need to know that they have the opportunity to go. And uh, I I wish that every physician could go and, and just see it and experience it and uh, you know it's, it's for me it was life changing you know it was just a, a beautiful beautiful experience on on so many levels and uh, you know like like in all of Israel right now everyone's so together right it's just you you feel like you, you're part of it and it's it's um, I can't say enough great things about Magen I can't say enough great things about you know the the medics and the other workers and it's just it was um, I got so much more out of it than they did, believe me.
0: Do you anticipate coming back for another round or are you also oh,
1: Yeah. <laughs> I just I was just um, I was what's happening with Yoav Golan who does a lot of the organizing and I, I said I said it was amazing and he said I'm so glad and I said I can't wait to go back. I know I know Yoav has been twice. Um, so yeah, you know they they also say that, you know, when it, like when you are in Israel because my family and I we, we tend to go to Israel a lot. Right? So they said, if you're here and you just want to come do a shift, um, that's fine. But, um, you know, it was just so beautiful. I had my family with me as well. Um, and, you know, my kids, one day, they, they were so wonderful that one day they actually, you know, were driving by where we were staying and they wanted to bring the ambulance for the kids to see it. Um, so the kids came running over. and We got a call, so we had to run off. We had to drive off with the sirens blaring. But it's just... Um, it really feels like family. It's, um, it's, it's such a, it's such a beautiful experience. And also, you know, in addition to that, these are very competent people. You know, I, I never once felt that they're just so competent. I never felt that they, you know, they, they didn't know exactly what they were doing, you know, whether it was a child with an anaphylactic response or, um, you know, we had a cardiac arrest in the ambulance. I mean, th- these are real professionals. And, um, you know, we're just, we're so fortunate to have people like this in the system.
0: So, how does one who might be interested in volunteering in this program take part?
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, we have a website, ilusa doc that people can look at, and it's you know I really I recommend any doctor you know who can do it. It's 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 a blessing, really. It'll it'll change it'll change the way that that you look at it, and again, it's not only medical. You know, just, just seeing the country and seeing everyone working together and, and seeing every, everyone treated in such a wonderful, professional manner, you know, it's just, um, it's incredible. I, I just don't know how to say enough nice things about it. And I think people need to go, the doctors need to go down to Starot and, you know, at, at least see what happened there because it's, you know, the, the atrocities and, the, and the, the barbarism of what happened is, um, mm-hmm. it's beyond belief and the dedication of the staff, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, staying there weeks without sleeping, just staying at the station, and, and making very difficult decisions—it's—it's um, it's incredible. And um, you know, I'm I'm exceptionally proud to to have been there. Um, it's just unbelievable.
0: Dr. Mark Wilkenfeld, and the website is ilusdocaid.org